Welcome to the Think Money Podcast, the number one podcast for growing your business or side hustle. I'm your host, Logan Stevens. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Whether you want to scale your business or grow your income, this podcast is for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Think Money Podcast. My name is Logan Stevens, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful day as always. I'm your host, and from prior episodes on the podcast, we've talked to founders, CEOs, and idealists about how they started their company and tips for you guys on how you can start your business from these CEOs. I've also made episodes on how to make money and how to prioritize your life with businesses and things like that. But today is going to be a little bit different because today I'm going to be talking about how I started my t-shirt business and now I'm the CEO of a t-shirt business and my entrepreneurial journey um, because ever since I was a kid, I've always been interested in entrepreneurship and so I, today I want to go through and tell you all the businesses that I've ever had and the business that I'm currently running. But before we get into that, let's have a word from our sponsor. Do you know of any extraordinary children? If so, he or she deserves a chance to shine at a local children's business fair. A one-day event where young people can launch and showcase a business of their own. You'll be amazed by what children can accomplish, and it's a great way to bring the community and neighbors together amid sunshine and laughter. At a children's business fair, children will learn how to make their own business and become their own boss. They will learn marketing, sales, and all the different specifics of running a business but they will make something with their own hands and then they will sell it safely to a stranger from the community or from your neighbors and finally they will experience the freedom and more importantly the responsibility of having a little extra spending money as a reward of their hard work it takes less than 10 minutes to apply and as little as three hours to plan a fair Just set up a few tables on the lawn and send a few emails to friends and family. You can host a fair for free and we even chip in $500 as prize money. Join parents who want to equip and inspire their children to shine in the real world. Start your audience to host a children's business fair in your community or find out more at podcast.childrensbusinessfair.org. That is podcast.childrensbusinessfair.org. And from the bottom of my heart, I really have been looking into this business, uh, Children's Business Fair, and I have been looking at all the children and what they gain from the experience of um, attending these fairs. And, you know, it's really cool to see these children making ideas and making it with their own hands and then um, selling it and learning the business. And, uh, so once again, go to podcast.childrensbusinessfair.org to learn more. Thank you, Children's Business Fair, for sponsoring this podcast episode.
So, like I was saying before, I've started numerous businesses, and I want to go through all those in this podcast episode so you can learn a little bit more about me. Let's start from the beginning. Well, when I was little, I was always very interested in making money and really just having fun and being able to spend that money, and my parents wanted me to spend it responsibly, and I respect them for that. But when I moved to Tennessee, um, and I live here, and I live in Tennessee right now, but I moved here about four years ago, I came here and I was very interested in, in entrepreneurship. And so what I did was I got these little bags. And so I, um, I filled them up with candy and different sweets for each of the holidays. So for Christmas time, there would be a Christmas bag. That was full of hot chocolate, peppermints, and a Christmas note that people could send to each other for a Christmas gift. So they would buy it for their friends and their family. And I think I want to say I made like 100 to 150 bucks from that. So that was a really good thing. And that was the only that was only Christmas season. And so we we get around the corner to um, Valentine's and I'm like, well, this is the perfect time for people to buy bags for uh, people they love. And so I made a Valentine's bag with a ton of sweets in it, and they can make a personalized note to that person um, saying love you or whatever their note said. And so I think I sold about 200 to $220. So I was profitable on both things, uh, both adventures from Christmas and valentine's and so a lot of a lot more people were buying them and i think i i um i had leftover uh supplies after and so um anyway i started to think about that this isn't a year-round um business because um you know there's not a holiday every single week and so this wasn't too stable i mean yes i was making a lot of money in different seasons but it wasn't consistent and so in the summer i went and i asked a ton of people if we could walk their dog and this was one of the biggest um adventures i have started um we found a lady her name is laura shout out to you laura and uh and so we walked her dog about four to five times a week uh, for 15 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes each time. We we hung around and we talked with Laura. We um, played with the dog. You know, it was a great time. And we got like 15 bucks. And so it turned out that we were making about $400 a month. So it was me and my brother. We were dog walking this dog and so I was getting $200 a month for this and we did that for about I want to say we did that for like four months and when school got in session uh you know we had to do it for like two days a week and it was more at night uh so then we could you know do our school and then get home and uh and walk our dog but you know that was a really good uh, experience and you know I I think I was naive about that money because, um, you know, I made a ton of money, but uh, but after that, I did not spend it wisely. I mean, um, 
And so after that, uh, we had me, my mom, and my dad were very interested in starting a t-shirt company. And we wanted to start a t-shirt company that uplifts the world and does something for the world. And so what we did was, in the beginning, before COVID, we had the idea to make a t-shirt company. And so a few months go by, you know, we just had the idea. We didn't really do anything. I think I played around with a website, maybe. And so, you know, it was just kind of fun to think about the idea of, of owning a t-shirt company. And so after that, um, you know, we started thinking about designs and, 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 uh, more getting into the idea of actually making a t-shirt company and so we ordered we we googled how the different methods of making t-shirts and there was um print on demand which is a company makes the t-shirts and directly sends it to your customers so it's we were working with a company called Printful, but they were charging us a ton of money and the profit margins were not great. So we didn't do that option. But we kept going and we found out that we could get a vinyl cutter. And if you guys don't know what a vinyl cutter is, it's a, basically a printer, but it cuts the shapes or whatever you want. So it cuts it in a pattern that you want or a logo or whatever you want. You can do stickers. You can do vinyl, um, you know, cool cardboard cutouts and things like that. But, uh, you know, we we found out that you could do that with heat transfer. And so we bought black heat transfer paper and we put it in this vinyl printer and we cut the logos out. And if you've ever worked with a vinyl cutter, you know that you have to weave out all the extra access of uh, heat paper, heat transfer paper, or paper, or whatever you're using. And that took a lot of time. And so, um, you know, if we got five orders a day, it may take two or three hours out of the day. And I still had school that day. I still had school um, those weeks. Now, we hadn't launched yet. We got the equipment, and we had this pretty, I mean, got to be honest, we had a pretty bad design, and uh, it was just a one-color design, and so I look at it, and I'm like, I don't, I mean, I personally wouldn't buy this design, and so we rethought our strategy, and we um, designed about five or six designs that I thought were awesome, and, but the only problem was is they had multiple colors to that design. And so the vinyl printer, uh, the vinyl cutter could not, it was really hard to get five or six colors on the shirt. That would take about, you know, 30 to 40 minutes each shirt if we did it that way. And so we were thinking, this is, this is a challenge because we have all the equipment here and so we cannot um, put multiple colors on the shirt. And, of course, we didn't do our research, so it's our fault. Um, yeah, that was definitely a learning experience for us. And then later on, we learned a different method that we use right now. And right now, we actually use heat transfer paper. So we 
um, got a heat press, which is a, um, it's like a heat, heating machine, a professional heating machine that heats the, um, design on the shirt. And so this method, we could actually, um, have multiple colors and it was really simple. And so each shirt now takes way less time than it did before. So that's how our t-shirt company started. Now our t-shirt company, I'm going to give a little shout out. Our t-shirt company is upliftingtrend.com. That is upliftingtrend.com. And so you can go read all about what we do and and all that stuff like that. But um, anyway, so after we got all the designs and, um, you know, we actually had this, this, a system that we can make shirts and a method that that worked better than the vinyl printer um, or vinyl cutter. Uh, we decided to make the website, and it's it's about the same website that you'll look if you look on upliftingtrend.com. It's about the same as when we launched it. So we launched our business in February. The I think the end of February we launched it. And I don't think we got any sales for about a week. But after that, we started getting flooded with people coming. I mean, 200 views um, every single day for about a week. We got so many views on our website. We were um, getting a ton of orders. And we were super happy about this. And, you know, I think it's really cool to have this business. But... um, Really, the whole goal of the business was to uplift others and to inspire people to uplift others wherever they are and make it in a message that that's in um, these logos. And I mean, I really like the designs that we've chosen. And so I personally wear the shirts. Um, and so but before we created these cool designs, our, our logo did not look that good. And so we had to adapt and, uh, and now we can share a message to the world to uplift wherever you are. And, um, we also believed in changing the world, uh, by supporting charities. And so we wanted to serve others by clothing, but also by charities. And so with every purchase made on our website, we donated $1 to charity. And the charity uh, that we donate is actually a charity that the customer believes in. And so we give them five different options of charities that they can choose from to donate from to. Because um, I think certain people believe in certain causes and... um, and so, you know, it's pretty interesting because some people do not believe mm. in certain um, charity organizations. And so that's why we give them options. So, you know, they can support the charities that they believe in even by buying our shirts. So we're not forcing them to uh, support one charity that they do not believe in by purchasing our shirts. And so on our website... We have uh, men's, women's, unisex, and we're going to get kids and toddlers 
uh, shirts very, very soon. So um, if you guys are interested, once again, go to upliftingtrend.com. Now, one of my recommendations I have for any new entrepreneurs or anybody who is looking to start their own business is to do your research and um, talk with people who have had experience with entrepreneurship because, you know, in the beginning, we thought we knew it all by Googling it. And um, I, I, th- I know I said Googling like weird, but <laughs> um, so we thought we knew everything by Googling it, but we should have done our research and really took time to um, understand the processing and the methods of how we would make these products and services. And another thing that I want to recommend to all entrepreneurs is to um, really understand that sales um, in your business will not be automatic. And I've said this before in a interview, in an Instagram interview, but I'll say it again. Um, in the beginning, I totally thought that um, website sales would just go crazy after we launched. And it did for the first week or two, but after that, it kind of slowed down. And I was confused because I thought, you know, once a business starts, they go crazy. But really, what I learned from it is that, um, you know, you really have to market yourself and advertise your business. And so now, today, I'm not going to share the exact number we're making, but let's just say we have a more consistent um, order, uh, what, what do you want to call it? Uh, we're, we're getting more of a consistent uh, consistency of orders every single day now that we have marketed and advertised our business. So, and the last tip that I want to give to all entrepreneurs is to please, if you are selling something online and you are selling a good, I suggest, and Reyes the Entrepreneur um, said this too, but from experience from our t-shirt business, I want to really emphasize that um, your starting cost of a business is can be a lot of money. And so that's why you want to budget yourself as a company and look for the best, cheapest options, but the highest quality. So here at Uplift, we choose shirts, t-shirts that are actually more expensive than um, other competitors, um, other smaller t-shirt competitors. And why we do that is because we really believe in making our t-shirts very, very high quality. And so we chose to um, buy more expensive uh, t-shirts, but then that means that we have to make up from the profit margins by buying cheaper shipping supplies or finding cheaper shipping labels that we can buy online. And so that's what you have to do is you have to find your product and make it really high quality, but then also make it cheap. And, um, and yeah, so, um,
Like I was saying in the beginning of the podcast episode, I want to suggest to any parents listening or even teenagers or kids listening to sign up in your local area to be a part of Children's Business Fair. It's a fair where business where children can participate in making their own businesses and selling products and really taking on the responsibility and reward of spending and earning money. So thank you, Children's Business Fair, for sponsoring this episode, and I appreciate everyone for listening to this episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed. I worked very hard on this episode, and if you guys have any suggestions for any other episodes, please contact me at thinkmoneypodcast at gmail.com, or you can ask me any other questions. Once again, that is thinkmoneypodcast at gmail.com. And thank you for everyone for listening. Please share with your friends and your family. Thank you. Bye.